Hey, Oasis people, uh, I gave Ben one job this morning to hit the record button, and he doesn't really know if he's done it right. But if we are recording, welcome it's to red. the Oasis podcast. Yeah, he says it's, it's red. red. <laughs> Episode three, we are pumped to be back with you. Uh, we're here, it's Brennan, and then I've got Ben. Yep. And Jaina. Hello. So it's the three of us, the Oasis staff, and we're just pumped to get to talk to you guys oh, I'm again. I'm so excited for today. <laughs> I'm just going to be, I'm going to give a caveat right now. I did not have a great morning, and so I think I'm excited to talk about what we're going to talk about, but everyone needs to know right now. I'm a, I'm a man who wears my emotions on my sleeve, although you can't see my what? sleeves right now. I think you'll hear it in my voice. <laughs> I still love everyone. <laughs> what are you talking about, Brennan? <laughs> Today we're talking about God's will, but we, we got to talk about, before we get there, what did everybody want to be when they grow up? Oh, man. I mean, you... Dr- you dreamed since you were a little kid. Ben, what was it? Did you have the... I was going to make a joke that it had honesty in it, but it sounds super mean. And I said I wanted to just not be in my house when I grew up. That's kind of real life. I think I think it was. Yeah. Um, I, a golf professional was one. Uh, legitimately. Next Tiger Woods? Uh, no. No, the next Phil Mickelson. Next, Bubba Watson. Definitely Bubba. All right, those are the only two golfers I know. So. <laughs> I didn't know any of those names. So. <laughs> no, like, I loved golf, and I think that's just... I think I always knew I was never going to be able to, but that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, My dad was a banker, and I did not want to be a banker. Just out there swinging on the links. <laughs> yep. Jana, what about you? I was honestly all over the place as a kid. Wanted to be... Uh, a teacher wanted to be a nurse wanted to be an actress a musician i never had a like clear this is this is my thing god didn't just reveal it to you no 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 revealed word from god three (laughs) and then for me i was the classic uh i wanted to be exactly what my dad did he was a city planner he still is a city planner and then as i grew up i was like i don't think i actually want to do this but it was super cool when i was like three what made it cool (laughs) So my dad, can, this is this is what happened in my house. Anytime we wanted something, I'm from Sioux Falls, we wanted it, we would tell my dad, because as a city planner, we thought he could get it for us. <laughs> so Sonic was huge on TV commercials, like huge, but Sioux Falls didn't have a Sonic. So I told my dad, I said, Dad, you got to hook it up. You got to get Sonic to Sioux Falls. <laughs> and the next thing I knew, Sonic was coming to Sioux Falls. So I thought my dad was just like all powerful and for swinging sure. the things to Sioux Makes Falls. Sense. So. Of course, I wanted to do that, be able to provide for my kids. Is Sonic still in Sioux Falls? Sonic is still in Sioux Falls. Oh, that sounds so good. And I'm convinced that my dad's bringing the Chick-fil-A to Sioux Falls, too, even though I know that's not how it works now. Mm. So what do they do? What do you mean? What do city planners do? Oh, they, like, do a whole bunch of stuff. My dad's big thing is he does flood zoning. Wow. So if your house is in a flood area... um, He's the guy to tell you about it. <laughs> He'll tell you if your house He'll is going to fly. They also zone commercial, <laughs> residential, and that's about all I know for that. There you too. go. It's like Ben's. I know 5% of everything. It's horrible. Um, it gets me in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah. We know 5% of everything here on the Oasis podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're back at it. Week three. And we, yeah. we picked God's will. So it's a, it's a tough way to say it, to be honest. It's, it is. It's not even necessarily what we're going to talk about, I think. But to explain how we got to this topic, many of you listening are the young adult college student population, and that's who we work with, Oasis. And 
it was a couple years ago and we were having a leadership meeting and we just did prayer requests at the end of this leadership meeting and everybody took turns going around the circle praying and kind of presenting. And this is the first time it struck me that people really want to, if they're following Jesus, faithfully serve God. They do. But they a lot of times equate that to future goals or plans or jobs or whatever that means. So a lot of our prayer requests were seniors graduating and they wanted to know what God's next step for them was. Or it was people in their degrees trying to figure out if God was still working in the place where they were at or if God was still using the thing they were doing for his glory. And it was just an overwhelming sense that night. And I've found it a bunch of times since that people want to know what God's will is for them, what he desires for them for the future and in the current moment. So that's kind of how we got to this topic. And we're going to break it up into two sections. But at first, I think we just kind of want to ask the question, I mean, what is God's will (laughs) for all of us? I mean, can we blanket statement like that? Yes, (laughs) I think we can. And I think that's what's tough is I've been a part of a lot of conversations with people who ask those same questions, and I think they're good questions, and I think they're good prayer requests. And so to be able to give them the answer that I think is right usually comes off. I don't know if it comes off. I, I, I shouldn't say it that way. Usually it's not received well because it's not what they were hoping for. And so like even looking at Scripture, if you type into any type of – I mean, even if you go to Google, okay, what does the Bible say about God's will? A lot of them are these generalized even like commands, these these sayings and phrases that don't give specifics. And so you look at Matthew 16. Um, Jesus said to disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. Whoever wants to find his life must lose it. And it's just like, okay, that's like, that's a general will for you. That's God's will for you. Mm -hmm. It's God's will for you that you would rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. First Thessalonians 5. And I think it's just like when we say that answer, people don't like it because it's not the, no, like that doesn't give me any direction. I don't have control then over what like my specific and circumstances means. It's, it's, we, we want to, yeah, we just want to know specifics. And I think the reality is life isn't that easy or simple, but God's will is actually that simple when we can look at it that way. That's not the answer people want. <laughs> I think that's a great point, Ben. Just the idea that while, God's general will for people might be found in the scriptures. Not all the times do people want to hear that. I mean, when they're coming to you with these prayer requests, they don't necessarily want to hear, follow Jesus as the answer to what should I do next year? What job should I take? Um, So do you want to expand on that just a little bit on how that fits into the question? Because I think a lot of times the response would be, that doesn't help me. You know, I come to you and I said, what's God's will? For my life after I graduate college, what's God's will for my life after I finish this part-time job I've been working at? And you respond, um, pick up your cross and follow Jesus, or be faithful and live. And like First Thessalonians four says, I mean, God's will is for you to be sanctified. sanctified yeah. So it's like, okay, live holy. That doesn't help me if I should get a job at Champs or Foot Locker yeah. selling shoes. So I'll ask a question for you guys: Does God care? If you should take the job at Champs or Foot Locker, does God care if you should start or have a relationship with that person or another person? Mm. Jana, what do you think? It's a good question. <laughs> I feel like I know what you want me to answer, <laughs> and that's not what I want to answer. Well, what do you want? Hey, Jenny, you I do think, you. I think what Ben wants us to realize is that no, God doesn't care. Like, it doesn't, 
like to him it doesn't necessarily matter where we're like specifically at or specifically doing i think god cares because he cares about our you know well-being and our mental health and you know those types of things so i think like i don't know but i think that what yeah what you're trying to get at is that yeah it doesn't matter if i'm at this job or this job it's what i'm like how i'm living out that general how's my attitude general will yeah and where's my attitude and mm -hmm. yeah I'm going to steal a metaphor and a story from a pastor. He said he likes to look at it instead of looking at it as a straight path of like, this is what God's will for me is. He likes the metaphor of like a a fence around a house. And so if kids ask me to go like in this house, there's a playground in the backyard, there's a pool in the back in the backyard there's a pool, there's a pool. they have a pool oh my my, we, which tangent number one for today i want a pool so bad and my wife is a pa she works in medicine so we will never get a trampoline and we will never yeah. get a pool because the potential dangers and then we have this fight about like well then you should probably never drive a car because you could also get an accident and then i'm always i'm wrong because <sighs> my wife's super smart way smarter than i am anyway there's a pool <laughs> this house has a pool and there's a fence and so the kids want to go outside and play and so the dad is like, it's my will for you to go and enjoy life and enjoy our backyard and enjoy things out there. But they're not old enough to yet be in the pool because they can't swim. They just aren't whatever. And so he's like, but, you know, you can go out and play, play in the playground, do what you want. Um, just don't go, don't go in the pool. And the kid comes up and asks the dad, hey, well, dad, should I do the swings or should I do the slide? Or should, you know, should I go like chalk the, the sidewalk and do that one hop scotch thingy game? Scotch thingy. <laughs> and he says, he says, I don't care. Make a choice. Have fun doing whatever you choose. Just don't go in the pool. And I think like what we want in life is the specific. What's the path? Yeah. What is the tell me God specifically what it is? And it's not no like there are, there are revealed things in Scripture. Like here's what you need to do. Here's what I desire for your life. Here's what I want you to do. And then those other moments and decisions that you make. You know what? When you do it, just continue to follow things you know you should be faithfully doing. Yeah, yeah I love that. That's so good. Just this general will of God to care for His children to point them in the right direction and just to ask them to be faithful. Yeah. And while that doesn't necessarily answer all the questions, it it should give us as Christians a freedom and a joy and a hope that our heavenly father cares for us. Yeah. And he he wants us to go in a direction, but he gives us freedom to kind of take some of those steps on our own. But I, I love that. I think there's so much yeah. there's so much love and freedom and joy in that. Yeah. That he cares, he's watching out for us. He's yeah. he's doing all of the things that a good father does. Yeah. But he's also, I mean, I'm swinging. Ben's on the slide. Jana's <laughs> playing the hoppy scotch. Playing the hoppy scotch. I don't, what is it? <laughs> hop scotch. Okay, it is that. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of and fun as a kid. He's the one with kids, and he doesn't even know hopscotch. <laughs> listen, listen, Brennan. I just tell my children, you know, I just go outside. I just need a break. Just don't go in the pool. <laughs> we, we don't go in the pool. <laughs> Perfect. I think that kind of wraps up that idea of God's general will. But on the second half, like I said, we're breaking this into a two-half conversation. There is a s- specific side to, maybe it's not God's will. Maybe we need different language around that. But there's a specific side to what we're going to do. I mean, you can't just go and do nothing. We're called to work in some capacity. We're called to go and serve in some capacity. So there is a, we do need to make decisions. And we, we have some advice for all of you listening on what we would encourage you to do. But really, I think continue to seek God, continue to follow Jesus, and take steps in the right direction. Uh, what was the quote? Whenever you can't 
see the whole path, just take the next right step. Was that the C.S. Lewis quote? That... Sounds beautiful, Brennan. I don't Brennan Schmidt. Oh, Here no, it was the Frozen. Not from Elsa. You just equated that to C.S. Lewis. But then, <laughs> I, I, mean, was re- I mean, Elsa, C.S. Lewis. Or what? maybe that was Anna. I don't remember. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let Ben go first because he's got this awesome acronym pastoral thingy that he's going to teach you guys about the specific yeah and i think life yeah and even even before we get there again i'm always going to try to point people to if you want to know the specific will are you doing god's revealed general will if you not want to know specifically okay okay what actual steps do i need to take i'm still going to go point to okay well if it's god's will for you to be sanctified how which sanctification is the pursuit of becoming more like jesus being holy like jesus is holy are you doing that is there unconfessed sin in your life are you in a community of people? Do you have people around you who love and know Jesus? And I'm always going to point that way. Yeah, so, good. like, but the acronym, like, Rick Warren came out with this. It's an acronym, right? Acrostic. I don't know the difference ever. Yeah. It's shape. One of those. Two. So, S-H-A-P-E. And he says, you look at the shape of your life. It's if you want to know even kind of what direction to take decisions to make in just living life for the glory of God, making disciples, loving God and loving people, look at your shape. And so it's spiritual gifts. You've taken a spiritual gifts test. Mm-hmm. Press into that. Like, know how God created you in that. Your heart. So, S-H, heart. I know how to spell. Um, basically, it's what are you passionate about? Like, is there something that every day you're thinking about that you wake up? It's like, man, I, 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 I can't not think about this. Or if a conversation or topic got brought up, it's that you want to talk about it every single day. Like, what moves you? Um, what pushes you? What are you passionate about? Uh, A is ability. Like, what can you do? Um, like, I, I can't. I can't read well one, but like <laughs> I, I, my brain doesn't understand like just science in general. Oh, man, just brother, not yeah. there. Right. I can't do it. Like science for the most part. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, it's important, but I don't, I just, I don't get it. It's yeah, just not there yeah. for me. And so I was like, I'm not going to go pursue being a nurse or a doctor because someone's going to die. I mean, I wouldn't even get into the schools, <laughs> but by some miracle, I, I got in. Make like, sure Ben never gets done. into the hospital. <laughs> but like ability, what do you? What can you do? And even that, like, what do you want to grow in in your talents and your abilities? Uh, P personality. There's a a million different personality tests. Jana, you know more about a lot of them, I think, than I do. But you love the Enneagram. We love the mm-hmm. Enneagram. And I think you just posted something on your social media <laughs> about the Enneagram. Yeah. So even in pursuing your personality, what's important about if you even about, do the Enneagram? Yeah. The information yeah. thing. I think particularly I was talking about the Enneagram, but you could apply it to any any, any personality yes. test is that if you're just using any of those tests just to feel like you know yourself or just to be able to say, I'm this or I'm that, you're missing the whole point. It's all about being able to do self-work um, and develop as a person. And so particularly I was on my post talking about the Enneagram's gotten really, really popular and everyone's talking about it and everyone's like, oh, I'm a one or I'm an eight. And like, Shout that's out cool. Threes. <laughs> that's Success really, driven. Nope. I had to get in there to interrupt Jaina to get my point out because I'm a three. I'm an eight, so I'm gonna tell you be quiet right now. There you go. And I'm gonna want I'm gonna one, so I'm gonna keep going. (laughs) But um yeah, it's I don't even remember what I was saying. Self work. Yeah, it's all about self work. If you're just using it just to say I'm this or I'm that, you're missing the point. Yeah. Um that's not what it's about. And I, I said 
as oh as it gets popular it's okay to not get into it like i feel like people are like everyone's talking about this i have to and it's like if you don't if you don't want to dive into your own Mm -hmm. brokenness and your own personality (laughs) things then don't get into the enneagram because you're just doing yourself a disservice and if you don't want change and it yeah you don't don't want want change if you don't want transformation so even bringing that up the whole idea of p personality it's it's you have to know yourself Mm -hmm. but the, the whole idea of knowing yourself is to push into how do i as i know myself live my life because of myself because of my weaknesses because of my strengths but also in that personality check finding that stuff out i think that leads towards like here here's how i can make a decision about following god about so if like my wife is a nine she's a peacemaker like she hates conflict and confrontation so she's not going to go into a job that has a lot of conflict potentially Mm -hmm. so different stuff like that yeah Uh, and then last ease experience i think god uses our experience and our testimony to actually pursue sharing the gospel with people in our life and then and that are around us yeah so s-h-a-p-e you did the transition for me because now we want to tell just like one story maybe two depending on how the first story goes uh but (laughs) of of a personal testimony of just examples of people who know god's general will for them but then also are trying to explore the specifics so i think janice got one that's super awesome yeah, there's this um, really awesome mom in our church um, who I work with, who works with GSM and's worked with um, the kids ministry and stuff too. Um, and I love her story because she was, um, when her kids were born, just being a stay-at-home mom. And as they went into the kids ministry, um, she started to serve just to volunteer because her kids were there, and she just wanted to continue to pour into other kids. Um, amazing Christian woman. Um, and then she kind of just followed her kids up through. Um, high school and her last one just graduated. But um, she has this cool story of, of for a while, she was like, I, I love working with kids and I know that God's called me to do this, but I, I don't have a degree to be a teacher. Or I'm not going to be a pastor. Um, but just simply by serving and, and being in a relationship with kids, she's mentored so many so um, cool. kids through high school who are adults now that still come back to her to, you know, get advice and whatnot. And I just think that's a cool story of, you know, it wasn't her job, it wasn't her career, but it was a way that she faithfully has served God. Um, with her gifts, her abilities, and experience. Yeah, that's that, really good. I don't know if I got a story to top <laughs> no. that, Ben. No, I mean, that's beautiful. And I think, yeah, even with the whole shape thing and trying to figure out the specifics, it's like if we don't have that community of people around us to even help mm-hmm. us push us in a good way, I just, yeah. And I know who you're talking about, and she is amazing. But it's just one of those where it's like, I don't know exactly what this is going to look like. I know what I need to do. And so I'm just going to step into a role. Like, okay, this makes yeah. sense. This is where my kids are at. I'm going to go. I love my kids. I love other kids. I'm going to go push into and disciple people and love people well. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I mean, I've heard Louis Giglio is a pastor out of Atlanta. And he has, when he's Ooh. talking about, <laughs> thank you. I, I said Brennan Schmidt, pastor out of Atlanta. Um, no, but he has this, when he's talking about God's will, he always talks about purpose and then passion. So God's purpose for you, general will, serve him, follow Jesus, live life, do those things. And then passion. What are you passionate about? Yeah. Is it your kids? Is it uh, is it business? Is it medicine? Is it and then serve in that? Yeah. Combine those two. Find what you love to do, yeah. and that's that's hard. I mean, you probably heard that since you were little, like the quote, "Do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life." But it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you're trying to find what you love to do. But seriously, try and figure, find something you like, yeah. and serve God faithfully. I got a question. So yeah. if I'm in the in a situation or season of life right now where I actually really don't love what I like, mm-hmm. like what would your advice be to me? Yeah, I mean, obviously take some time to pray. Um, also identify what it is you don't like and why you don't like it. That's is really it just good, a, a heart issue, an attitude issue? Man. Do you have conflict with someone that you need to work through? Um, 
you know, and then if it's something that you really can't change and something you're not willing to continue to live in, then obviously then you can pursue a path of making a change. But uh, at least for me, sometimes when I'm dissatisfied with where I'm at, it's it's internal. It's not even the That's people around so me. That's so good, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I think, yeah, it just goes back to, I think even in general, God cares more about our attitude than our action. And mm-hmm. so attitude being like, what's my motive behind yeah. either why I'm here, or what I'm doing here versus specifically what am I supposed to be doing? that's so yeah. good yeah super good all right well <laughs> just kidding another question to build off of that so how do you know what the right job is for yeah. you yeah what the right I, degree is even so yeah I, even more that, I think a lot of times you're just making a choice in reality mm-hmm. it's so if you're looking at the passions if i'm if i'm following the purpose i know that god's laid out sometimes i just have to make a choice so i think another question or a different question would be how do I make that decision? So if like I, we, I, I, there's a gal on our leadership team just recently. She's like, well, I could probably go to Minneapolis or I go to Omaha and like sat down. He's like, which one should I do? I was like, Oh, okay. Well, and until you didn't ask certain questions, but I was in, I got, I was in the shower this morning because I showered. <laughs> you good. showered. Oh, I showered. Good. Wow. Thank goodness. And I was thinking about this because <laughs> I knew we were doing God's purpose. And for some, this is going to be so dumb and so cheesy, but I don't know why I love it so much. I'm a huge office fan. Mm. Yes. And and so the it was the episode where they were making the video to for an ad for the mm-hmm. Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. Yeah, yeah. And um oh what's his name? He was on the piano. I can't remember his name now. Terrible. Daryl. Daryl. Daryl, thank you. And they just said the phrase was the people person's paper people. Oh yeah. Super great, right? People person's paper people. And and I thought like I want to be a people. So how do you how do you know God's will? Like listen to this. This is so dumb but I love it. How do you how do you know God's purpose, God's will? Like, how can you press into that? How do I make a decision? Okay, well, let's be a people who pursue the persons of the Trinity. <laughs> so, people, persons, paper of the Scripture. Oh my! <laughs> and the people in our life who we know love Jesus. That is incredible! Wow! I cannot believe you got there, but I got there. So, recap: How do I make a decision? Um. I think there's a lot of moments and decisions that you're going to make, especially in the big transitions of life, that there's not going to be a clear yes or no. So sometimes you just got to step in confident. And so in that, for I know me and my wife, we pursued, okay, I, I, I've I had an issue which is asking people to pray for me so that I'll get clarity and not actually praying myself for clarity. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. like, are you praying? Mm-hmm. Are you seeking the Father in this? <clears throat> um, I mean, read the scripture out loud if it's obviously not like going to cause you to sin and put you in a position where you're not able to serve God and love people well. Okay, that's a decision about it. And then are there people in your life you can actually ask and allow to speak into those? Like, yeah, I just, there's been moments in my life where when I we've made even big or small decisions, I've always had people I know I can go to that I love and trust, that love Jesus. That like, hey, what do you think about this? And they've usually given good advice and, yeah. People, yeah. persons, paper, people, people. Persons, paper, people. You just changed that whole thing for me. <laughs> yeah. I can never watch that episode of The Office ever again. I mean, I don't watch The Office because way too holy for that. But <laughs> He's no, lying. I've seen it like five times. My wife is annoyed when I bring up The Office. And he mean, what he means is there's not five episodes. He's seen this yeah. series five times. Don't, don't put words in my mouth, Ben. <laughs> I did say that, but... All right, I want to just wrap this conversation up real quick. And before we get to the one-sentence wrap-up, which, I mean, we'll see who does it this week. But I think if you're listening, I like this idea that 
you can explore God's general will, you can explore God's specific will, but right now, what do we do to take steps so that when we get to that point where we really do maybe feel a tension or a strain on trying to figure this out, because, I mean, that's what we do as people. We're trying to figure out life. We're trying to figure out God's will for us. What can we be doing to prepare to answer these questions, to be faithful to God in a, in a scenario like this? What can we be doing? Yeah, what can uh, yeah. Be I mean, it's it's the uh, to me, and I feel like we've we've said this. It's it's to stay connected to a community of people, right? Continue to serve faithfully with where you're at, and I think in the midst of having to make that decision, don't just pray. It's okay to pray for clarity and specifics. It is okay, but don't just pray for like if it's a big decision of a location or a move or a job. Like, don't just pray for God. What do you want me to do? Pray for like okay whatever that is. And if you do give me a specific on what that is, or when I make that decision, pray for contentment wherever you go. And when you get there, so I feel like a lot of time we just, we're not content. And so it's, yeah, I think totally. being intentional with that. Yeah. I would add just the idea of practice patience where you're at. Yeah. That's really good. Cause yeah. God's timing is different than our timing. And when it comes to these decisions and where you want to be, but where God has you doesn't always line up. So if you can practice patience now in some yeah. of the littler things, then when it comes to these bigger things, mm-hmm. Hopefully it goes even smoother for you. But Jaina, one yeah. sentence wrap up. One sentence wrap up. Oh, one sentence does seem no, like not unfair. enough. <laughs> no, it is the greatest idea ever. <laughs> Whoever came up with that is a genius. <laughs> All right. Um, a sentence, in quotes, uh, to wrap up. Um, a, know God's general re- revealed will in Scripture. Um yeah, be sure you know that. And then B, be okay not knowing the specifics of what your life is supposed to look like and allow that to lead you um, into trusting in God and, and learning patience and living out that general will. I'm calling run on sentence, but... Yeah, boom. that was for sure. No, nah, I'm just kidding. That was too good. used to writing master's level papers. <laughs> There's commas in there. I'm, I'm positive. Uh, yeah, for good. sure. Well, that's it. Week three, we did it. God's will. Hopefully you guys have it all figured out now. You're going to never have questions about this ever again. (laughs) We're joking. If you do, do, don't come to us. (laughs) Just just kidding. You don't have to come to Ben. You can come to me. I love talking about where you should go work. I can live vicariously through you as you go do fun stuff. God speaks to Brennan. I believe he does. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next week. Peace out.